Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? I'm actually doing really well. So much better than I have been lately. I've been feeling pretty achy (laughs) lately. We're going to talk about it today. But this last weekend, we had our first Christian Health Club retreat down here in South Central West Texas at the Devil's River. Kind of ironic, right? We took Jesus to the devils. But it's like this hidden treasure of crystalline waters and mountainous terrain that most Texans don't even know exists. But I'll tell you, it is a devil to get to. It's very remote, very rugged terrain, but it's really beautiful. And I got to spend a long weekend with some of my CHC sisters, getting in the word, going hiking. We hiked to these ancient Native American pictographs, which are around 5,000 years old. It was so cool. We kayaked. We relaxed in the river. We ate the most delicious real food. We drank clean crafted wine. We did a sunset mountaintop worship and communion service. And we just talked and talked and talked. And we basked in the glory of God's beautiful creation. It was incredible. It was just such a deep breath for me. I needed it. And I came away refreshed and renewed. And so, so grateful. And I want to thank Suzanne and Rachel for hosting and organizing such a, a wonderful event. I can't wait uh, for next year. And it was kind of like my early Mother's Day gift. It was just what I needed. Happy Mother's Day to all of you, whether you are a uh, the mother, a child, a godchild, a grandchild, a furry child, or even other adults. You know, there are a lot of women in my life, both younger and older, who mother Um, and mentor me. And I'm so grateful for all of them. Today's podcast topic, uh, feeling icky about yourself may seem like a weird one to discuss uh, um, in behalf of Mother's Day, (laughs) but not really. Because if you are a mother, you are well acquainted with this feeling. I've probably felt ickier about myself as a mother in this last year. Oh, man, than all my mother and years put together. In fact, there's a lot of ways. Actually, I felt icky lately. And so I just thought we would talk about it today. One, because we all feel icky, you know, at certain points in our life. And it helps to talk about it and realize you're not alone. Because it can really feel isolating. And two, because it helps to have some awareness around it and how it can affect your health, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. You know, and how you might need to Make some changes to take care of yourself, to protect yourself. I have learned this and um, made some decisions about some things I'll share with you today that I'm going to need to do to just kind of protect my my uh, mental health, actually. <laughs> I'm like struggling and on the verge of a crash. And so 
Um, I guess this is why this is so much on my brain. But when I was thinking about doing this, I'll tell you what kind of pushed me over the edge to do it. And it might sound silly, but it was social media. Um, as you know, I gave up social media for Lent. And so here comes Easter Sunday and, you know, my kids are like, oh, mom, are you ready? Are you excited to get back on social media? I was like, eh, I don't know, not really. You know, um, it was hard at first. I had a lot of FOMO, fear of missing out. Um, and my, you know, it was just very habitual for me to go to social media when in any down moment, you know, I talked about that. My fingers like have a mind of their own. They would just be swiping and looking for Facebook and Instagram, but I had taken it off my phone. Um, thankfully, you got to do that if you're giving up social media. But when I did go back on on Easter Sunday, literally within one minute of logging into Instagram, I felt icky about myself. I saw a post from this cute influencer, um, and, and she wasn't doing anything but being her cute self, looking adorable with her super chic haircut that I could never pull off because it would make my, my wide nose look even wider and my long chin look even longer. And she was wearing this really cute billowy dress that I, I was like, oh my gosh, that would make me look humongous. I couldn't wear that. And I was looking at her kids. I'm like, how did how she get them to do that? Like, they're so cute and put together. I can't get Blair to wear a, you know, a bow anymore. And all my boys want to wear a basketball shorts and, 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 and. Can you see how this is going? <laughs> Within one minute of being on social media, there was like this avalanche of negative thoughts. I immediately started comparing myself to the first person I saw. And I was like, whoa, sister, what's, what is happening here? And I think I caught myself so quickly because I hadn't been on in a while. And it made it all the more obvious to me. It was just so immediate, you know. And I am also, I'm somewhat self-aware because of all the coaching I've had and I do. But as I was sitting there and just thinking about, that it made me think of how unobvious it would be to a less aware person and how likely it is that many of us are unconsciously or subconsciously doing this to ourselves without realizing it studies show a link between social media usage and poor body image and that worries me you know for us as women and for our girls if we don't realize that we're doing that we'll have this kind of constant undercurrent of not feeling good enough or worthy enough or together enough. And listen, I've been feeling all kinds of not together as it is. And so I don't need any more of that. Okay. It was really just such a huge blessing. I realized to be off social media um, during Lent because, ooh, it's been kind of hard up in here. You know, um, there's been a lot of things going on. I've kind of alluded to that. Um, here recently and I really just didn't need to be seeing everyone's highlight reel and making me feel worse about it um, so that was kind of the next thing you know I was just thinking well the first thing was just be aware be aware of how you're regarding yourself when you're on social media because it can make you feel icky it can also be wonderful I love social media for a lot of reasons but um, it kind of freaked me out that that was my first reaction the first thing I did when I got back on 
And so I want you to be thinking of that and be aware of that and protect yourself from that if you need to. You know, for me, it's been really, a really stressful time over here, as I've, as I mentioned too, as I kind of been alluding to here and there. My husband and I are in this sandwich phase, what we may have heard of that, the sandwich phase of our lives when we're sandwiched between, you know, raising kids, especially preteen and teenager kids with insane schedules and helping aging parents. We're right in the middle of that. And we are feeling the squeeze hard, like super hard, like we're a panini (laughs) cooking in the sandwich machine, you know, squeeze down in the sandwich machine and, and oozing and melting everywhere. I've had a lot of meltdowns in these last few months, a lot of ugly, ugly mom moments that I'm not proud of. Things really ratcheted up over here. Um, the last few months on both ends, on both sides of the sandwich. And I'm not going to lie, it has been tough. Have you ever seen that meme that's like, just when you thought your kids would never ever, they never ever like they never ever have before. And that pretty much nails it. I keep saying that nothing will surprise me. And yet, it does. (laughs) We are still going through challenges With one of my boys, I think he's trying to fit in every bad decision he's ever going to make in his life, like right now. Um, It's just been one thing after the other. People keep reminding me that teenagers don't have a, a fully developed frontal lobe. You know, the frontal lobe is that prefrontal cortex. It's the part of the brain in charge of decision making planning and self-control. It's where you process cause and effect relationships. It's where your executive function is, which that's the set of mental skills that helps you plan and monitor yourself and execute your goals. Well, the prefrontal cortex is the area of the brain that is the last to mature. It doesn't fully finish developing until about age of 25. What is well-developed in teen brains is the limbic system, and that's where the risk and the reward and the impulse and the emotion are. Let's just say we are all limbic over here. We are all impulse, risk, and emotion going on uh, with my kiddo. <laughs> and so it's been, uh, it's been hard. But, you know, I know I'm no special snowflake, right? We all go through these kind of things as parents. We, we go through this as sons and daughters of parents who get older and less able to care for themselves. There are different degrees of it, to be sure. Ours feels very much like it's on broil right now, like as hot as you can get. We have been put to the fire. Um, y'all, can y'all just tell, like, I'm, y'all know I just want to, like, spill my guts and tell you all the gory details because that's the kind of TMI person that I am. <laughs> I'm a sharer, but I'm just holding back because out of respect for my son and my in-love, my in-laws, my in-loves, um, I need to do that. Um, you know, on the other side of the sandwich with my, my husband's parents, it's just been really hard to watch the deterioration of body and mind going on, you know, and quite frankly, it's, it's part of what drove me to pull together 10 times stronger, you know, witnessing the the deterioration and knowing that some of it and the the severity of it could have been prevented. It is hard. It has been so hard to watch my husband and his sisters 
and the decisions they've had to made, make and the challenges that they still have in front of them. I mean, y'all, my love and respect for my husband has just soared in this process. I guess we could call that the lemonade that we're drinking with our panini, with our sandwiches. <laughs> it's the lemon lemonade from the lemon, the silver lining of the situation. He is just a good, good man. And I, I knew that, of course, but I've just seen it at a whole different level. He's had to be gone a lot dealing with the situation of his parents, which has left me here with the uh, teenage side of the sandwich, which is, again has had some pretty gnarly moments, some not proud mama moments, a lot of coming unhinged mama moments. And it has felt really icky. And it led me uh, to a next level of Vic I want to talk about, which is body and my body. I've been feeling icky in my body, y'all. Listen, one day I woke up and I felt like five pounds heavier. And you know what? I was. <laughs> I checked. I got on the scale, which I don't like to do, but I was like, something is off. My gut is like bigger. My stomach's bigger. And actually, it felt like I do um, when I'm ovulating. My uterus kind of swells. Uh, it always has when I ovulate. And my doctor says it's fine. It's normal for some people. And it will do that. And then it just goes back to normal. It kind of shrinks back down or turns or whatever it's doing. It shifts and it doesn't feel so like swollen in my belly. So full and out there, you know. But this time it, it felt like um, it did that and then it didn't go back. It just stayed. And so I felt like I had this belly just kind of, you know, bigger, rounder, fatter. My clothes were tighter. And the scale indeed confirmed that I was at a number I haven't seen in a very long time. And that was a little alarming. I tried not to panic, you know, but I tried to take on that neutral journalistic approach that we talk about in self-coaching Christians, you know, okay, like what, well, I'm curious, like, what is the problem here? You know, like I said, it felt like a balloon had inflated in my lower stomach, just like, you know, I feel when I'm ovulating and it just feels a little front heavy. And I kind of had this ongoing lower back, I don't know, not pain, but just kind of this, I don't know, like a heat. It all just felt very PMSy in a way. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to give this a little time. It, maybe this is a hormonal thing. Maybe this is like a little perimenopause present. I don't know. <laughs> and it'll go away. And uh, then I started thinking, well, maybe, maybe it's digestive, you know, maybe it's in my lower bowel. Um, but that, that didn't really feel right. I was still pooping. Okay. I wasn't feeling any other digestive systems, no gas, no bloating, no pain, no heartburn, nothing weird. When I ate, I'm pretty well acquainted with digestive things since I spent half my life with them. And this just didn't feel like that. So I kept waiting for it to go away and it didn't. So I finally called my doctor and they wanted to do an ultrasound and make sure I didn't have any uterine fibroids or anything like that. And I didn't, everything came back clear as a bell. So that was good. You know, and my cycle is still really regular, uh, but I was thinking I probably am about due for a hormone panel. So, I, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to order a test on myself soon and just see where things are. But this was going on, you know, for a couple months, just like this weird, I don't belly <laughs> weight gain situation. But then all of a sudden, all of a sudden it relaxed. It felt like 
it deflated a little bit. Not totally, but noticeably. It Like after two months, it budged. And I was like, what in the world? But I figured it out. It dawned on me. Why? And so I want to share this story with you. So my husband and I were walking one day. He never goes on walks with me. I mean, sometimes he does if we're at the ranch, but never on my daily walks when we're in town. But it was right after he'd been gone for a few weeks, you know, taking care of things with his parents. And he was finally home. We'd hardly seen each other or really even talked because he was also having phone issues, uh, which was just another layer of frustration as he was trying to get things figured out with his parents. Y'all, seriously, like I feel like the enemy was coming at us, has been coming at us in every way possible. Like there's so much, so much. But anyway, we had basically had only snippets of conversations for two weeks. And so I was really happy that he wanted to go on a walk with me, you know, so we could catch up. And he just, he needed just to kind of move his body and get out. You know, he had just been in hospitals and in his truck and hovering over his mom so she wouldn't fall. He had just been in this really stressful posture for a long time. And and he just needed to kind of get out and walk. So it was good. You know, we, we walked and we just started talking about all the things, you know, like, what are we going to do? How are we going to handle uh, this kid of ours <laughs> that's making us crazy? How are we going to handle all of these layers of challenges that we're having with his parents? You know, what are we going to do this summer? Summer's almost here. We talked about a lot of things, um, you know, and, and just started kind of thinking about all the things we wanted to do this summer, like getting the kids to do some projects at the ranch, getting these boys doing some physical labor especially that little trouble someone you know keeping uh keeping those hands busy uh, working on our little house there at the ranch was has which has not been right since a uh, snowmageddon one and a half years ago you know we just with everything going on like things are breaking around here and we just haven't had time to get to there's just so many projects that we need to do um we talked about going to the farmer's market as a family you know working on some projects on our house and on in town here um, ah, there's just, like I said, a lot to do. We've just been kind of struggling to maintain, you know, and not get ahead at all. But anyway, I was walking and talking with my husband and I was thinking, gosh, I wish I had more time. I wish I could spend more time at the ranch. I wish I could help him more. I wish I could just really focus on my kids this summer and spend good quality time with them and be present. And I thought, well, why can't I? And remember when we did that podcast with Coach Tana and we talked about asking your brain better questions? That was not a better question because my brain started filling in all the reasons why I couldn't possibly do those things. You don't have time. You're too busy. You've got a lot of work to do. You can barely get your work done when they're in school. How are you going to do it when they're off all summer? There's no Wi-Fi at the ranch. And on and on and on. My brain just kept offering me all of these reasons why I couldn't spend more time and focus on my kids because that's what I asked my brain. (laughs) So then I thought, but what if I could? What if I could? What would that look like? And all of these images started flooding in my head, you know, of us like being together and working on the house and swimming in the tank and hiking around and looking for arrowheads and riding horses. And there's time and there's space. And I was fully present for all of it. And I wasn't worried about an internet signal. I wasn't spending hours inside of the computer. I was just being with my family. And the thought of that, just like peace came over me instantly. 
And I thought, okay, what if I just took a few months off this summer and focused on my family? What if I took a break? Who's stopping me? And the only person I could think of is me. I'm the only person stopping me. And so for the first time in a long time, I kind of started to feel good at the thought of taking a break. I felt good in my spirit. I felt like God was nodding his head like, yes, yes, I'm for you. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> That's what you need to do. I'll be honest with y'all. There have been several times over these last months that I have, I've practically dared God. I have dared God. Tell me to stop. You just tell me to stop and I will. I will give all of this up. I won't do it anymore. I won't be a nutritionist. I'll go back to full-time momming. I'll help Brian with this business. It's fine. It'll be fine. Just say the word and I'll stop. And honestly, I was hoping to hear that word because y'all, it's just been too much. It's been too much. I've been spinning so many plates and they're just starting to crash around me, you know? Um, but I didn't get that word from God and I haven't got that word from God, but the thought of stepping back for a bit and taking a break, um, that I felt God answer to with a resounding Yes, in my spirit. And then in the next few days, I felt it in my body. When I decided to take some weight off of my life, it started coming off of my body. And I realized that that little ball, like that felt lodged in my gut, that was a stress ball. I thought it was hormonal. And of course it was hormonal. It was stress hormones. <laughs> When cortisol is too high for too long, it can increase the amount of fat you hold in your belly. But within like 48 hours of making the decision to step back, step back a little bit, it was like someone little, little, a little air out of my tire, you know, my, my belly tire. It's not totally back to normal yet, but it's getting there. I think some time off is just the prescription I need. And so a big reason I wanted to do this podcast was several reasons. One, um, I want you to know that you can be doing all the right health things, eating well, exercising, drinking plenty of water, prioritizing sleep, but that stress can sabotage all of that. Not with, you know, just your weight, but your overall health, right? And I want you to... Take charge and protect yourself when you need to. You know, when I was going through all this and, and thinking of doing this, um, this line from my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies when I was a little girl, came to my head. Um, Y'all know that movie, Coal Miner's Daughter? It's the life story about Loretta Lynn. Y'all, after I saw that movie, I wanted to be Loretta Lynn. I, speaking of mothers, I was like, Mom. I have to take guitar lessons because I want to be Loretta Lynn. And bless my mom, she hauled me across Houston every Saturday morning to take guitar lessons, which didn't end up panning out very long term um, because I gave up. But 
But I realize now that, you know, after working all week and then she spent her Saturday mornings taking me over there um, and waiting for me, you know, eating up half her Saturday, I'm just really grateful in retrospect that she did that. I can understand now that I'm crazy with all these these kids' activities and such that um, what a sacrifice that was. Anyway, in that movie, Sissy Spacek plays Loretta Lynn, and at one point she um, she's talking about when Patsy Cline gave her some advice, and she said, Patsy said, little girl, you got to run your own life. And then Loretta said, but sometimes I feel like my life is running me. <laughs> and that is, I was like, yes, that is exactly how I've been feeling. Like my life is running me. And like I said, who's in charge of this schedule? Who is the slave driver uh, creating this insane schedule that I've got going on? I mean, a lot of it is out of my control, but a lot of it is in my control. And so what I've decided to do is take off a few months um, this summer in June and July. I am going to take a little sabbatical and step back. And y'all, it made me, it's made me a little bit nervous. I immediately, when I got home from that walk, I messaged Kristen, who's my CFO, and I messaged Rebecca, who's my operations um, officer. And I said, I feel like I really have to do this. And I'm sorry if this creates headaches in the, you know, in the business and I don't know what to do, but what's the point of running your own business if you can't take a break when you need to, right? And I have to, or I just feel like if I don't, I'm going to crash. I'm going to crash. And so another reason I wanted to do this podcast is just to be an example and, you know, walk my talk and share that with you. Um, Because what kind of person would I be if I, you know, I'm sitting here preaching good health and what you need to do and um, quit being stressed and all that. If I didn't manage my own, manage it in my own life, right? And this, and this is the way that I knew how I just, I need to take off one of the plates. And this is going to have to be it. And so as much as it pains me because I'm an obliger, as I told you last week, and letting people down like feels like knife stabbing my heart. But um, <laughs> I, I am going to um, go on a little hiatus from doing the podcast in June and July. I'm going to um, not take any, you know, clients. I'm going to step back um, from the health club. For a little bit, it will still go on. We still have the Genesis prescription that is ready to roll, and I will be doing it on my own at the ranch. But like I said, I just can't worry. About, we have no Wi-Fi out there. The signal's horrible, and I can't relax if I'm worried about like making a video or taking a picture and it not posting it. Take you know what I mean? Uh, I will be living the Genesis prescription at the ranch this summer, um, and. I'm going to ask my group, my members, my homies, my accountability partners to step up and take over the reins and be there for me and for each other and hold each other accountable to water and breath and sunshine and animal foods and vegetables and sleep and all of these good things that will be happening this summer. We'll still be having our three-day 
um, summer solstice detox and doing all the good things. And they are quite capable of um, doing it without me for just a little bit. And I've also asked one of my coaches, Amy, my Feast of Fast coaches to, to be there and um, just kind of help monitor things and make sure everything's flowing. Y'all, you got to be able to ask for help when you need it. I'm sorry. I didn't know I was going to be emotional, but um, I'm also not really good at that either. Asking for help. Um, and this weekend when I was at the retreat, I, you know, I kind of started telling some people, I, I'm going to have to have a break or I'm going to crash. And um, one of the members, Paige, she's like, she said, I'm going to be so sad that you're not doing the podcast. And I said, I know, I'm sorry, you know, and she's like, but tell me what can I do to help? And um, this is what you can do to help Paige and all of you is just step in and be there. Um, be there in that space in the Christian Health Club. Um, that that club is not about me. It's um, I love it. As I told you all last week, it's my account accountability partner. Um, I love it. And I can't wait back to come back uh, guns a blazing in August when we do Feast of Fast. But this is probably the best time and space for me just to take a little break. And like I said, my kids, it's just hard in the summers as you working mamas know, you know, when your kids are home and you're trying to keep them busy. And my little flock, um, especially one of my little baby birds, he just needs a little more attention right now. And I, I need to be there to do that. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, and, um, I just wanted to share that with y'all today. Um, for, in all these ways, you know, I finally am feeling better, better about myself. Like I said, once I made that decision and once I've been talking about it, I just feel so much lighter and I feel lighter in my body. And, um, I, I feel like once I get to June, everything's going to right itself and, um, and be back to normal. I'll still be doing podcasts for the next few weeks. I've got some um, guests coming back on for uh, the next few weeks and, we're still working in 10 times stronger, y'all. What a what a turnout. What a turnout. I, I don't know that I've ever had as big a group as we have in 10 times stronger. It's amazing. And it feels so good to be working with the group and um in, you know, getting our protein in and doing these strength training. And I feel stronger. I've been needing this month to get here in a lot of ways. Um and so we're going to finish this month, go through the month really strong. And like I said, go into summer are just toned and fit and then continuing with our self-stewardship when we do the Genesis prescription. And um, so I'm just, I feel really relieved and blessed that, um, that I set this up this way, that I have um, such a strong group that knows what to do and, um, and is there for each other. So that's a thanks to y'all. And I won't keep rambling on or crying on. Um, but thank you for letting me share that today. Um, like I said, we're all going to go in and out of times of feeling kind of icky about ourselves, And I've been in a, I've been in a season of it, but I can see the light out of it. And um, I feel really hopeful. I guess that's it. I feel really hopeful. Um, and I feel uh, just like God is sanctioning, you know, sanctioning this. Like I've been so muddled in my head about what to do. And I just don't even feel like I've, I've given him enough space to talk to me either. That's another thing. I just need some space with God. 
you know, this, I've been building this business, you know, like flying the plane as I'm building it, you know, as they say, and, and I haven't stepped back and, and taken a break for a little bit and just kind of assessed, uh, where I am and, and what God wants me to do when he has for me. And I just, I need some space for that too. So I feel really good about that. And I, I know that he's confirming it in my soul. And so that feels really good too. So y'all just um, be aware, be aware of the things that make you feel icky. Okay. Cause remember when we are talking about um, when we're coaching ourselves, that feeling is always you know, starts with a thought and, and things going on. So be aware of that. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of of what's creating that for you. And if there's something that you need to do for yourself um, to help yourself, to protect yourself, to steward your health spiritually, physically, emotionally, then, then do that. Okay. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a healthy and blessed week and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.